The city of Miami just took a historical step in the ongoing fight, if you will, or battle, if you will, or debate, if you will, or the move, if you will, around cryptocurrencies. What did it do? Well, basically, city workers are able to receive part of their payments or compensation or salaries in Bitcoin. City residents are able to pay part of their fees to the city or property taxes in Bitcoin. This much we know. I was just reading through Newsweek, guys, so my information is as good as Newsweek. We do know that Mayor Suarez has been pitching to make Miami a new San Francisco, if you will, although I'm sure he wouldn't take kindly to that sort of comparison. But he wants it to be overall a crypto-friendly, tech-friendly city. If you want to be tech-friendly, you need to be crypto-friendly. So here is a big step forward taken by one of the great cities in America. And this is going to open a whole new chapter in the story of cryptocurrencies. Welcome to the Sand Hill. So this morning we went off to one of the McDonald's outlets here to get some breakfast. Now, I know that those who want to save the earth, which includes people like us, and those who want to have healthy living, which includes people like us, don't typically fancy the idea of a Mac breakfast. I must say, though, that Mac has really upped its game. You can have a perfectly good breakfast there. The packaging is excellent. The load, if you will, and I, can't, I don't have a meter which can count the carbs, but the load on the surface of it, from what I can see through my eyes and what I can feel in my stomach, is reasonable. You don't have to go and gulp down soft drinks if you don't want to. You can have a perfectly healthy um, you know, cup of tea. Um, the balance of the food is great, but that's not why I want to keep on talking about McDonald's here. My whole point here being that I should be able to pay at the Mac using cryptocurrency. The interesting question here would be that should I be using Bitcoin? The reason why I ask this is that while Mayor Suarez took what, in my opinion, is a great step forward, he seems to be referring only to Bitcoin. Now, Bitcoin is obviously sort of um, symbolic of all cryptocurrencies, which is fine. Um, it does stand for the whole industry, and that is deservedly so. But Bitcoin has become expensive, and this is a problem for all of us. So you can argue that, hey, a few Satoshis here and a few Satoshis there can help buy you a Big Mac or hash browns, or you can go down and buy a can of beer, etc., etc. There are all sorts of problems with this. And I think we need to understand a few things. Number one is that we still don't know the future purpose of Bitcoin. That is a sobering thought. But while it is in the driver's seat in the whole debate and it is surging ahead and it means wealth for quite a few people, we still don't know what to do with Bitcoin. Now, some people are saying it cannot be an effective store of value because it's so volatile. Others are saying it cannot be an exchange of value. Um, I sort of agree with the first to an extent, 
I totally agree with the second part that it cannot be an exchange of value unless of course you are buying something for which the transaction is always settled in Bitcoin itself. That means when I buy something in US dollars, then the merchant is settling in US dollars. Well, in case you're hearing background noise that some of these kids, it's Chinese New Year out here and they're shrieking in the void deck below. So, you know, I am sort of interacting with the whole world, not just with you through my podcast. So don't mind that. Take it as the background music. That's life. Okay, coming back to Bitcoin. So why should we not have a choice of currencies, except that it is not called currency? For legally speaking, I do not use crypto as a currency. I can use them to exchange one asset for another or one good or service for another. So officially speaking, is that barter or are we using tender. We are certainly not using legal tender. So I think some of these things still need to be sorted out. But overall, the cut and thrust is there in the right direction. I still strongly disagree with the focus entirely only on Bitcoin, because it is only now held by an increasingly small number of people. So it's not exactly as democratic as you would expect it to be. It would differ, of course, if Mayor Suarez starts to pay his uh, city um, workers, ranging from the lowest category who keep the streets safe and clean the streets and take care of all the manual labor, um, right up to his own office um, and pay them through, you know, um, Bitcoin. Then what you're basically doing is you're giving everybody, regardless of their socioeconomic status, a chance to earn a little bit of stuff in Bitcoin and own some of that Bitcoin. I think that would be great in a way. But is that going to happen really? Will office workers and janitors and cleaners and policemen and firemen want to take Bitcoin? We are not exploring the socioeconomic and cultural ramifications of Bitcoin and crypto hard enough. And that brings me back again and again to the McDonald's test. If I'm able to use my Bitcoin in McDonald's, that's a great leap forward. If every 10, one out of 10 people, that is, beg your pardon, decides to start buying something using Bitcoin or another crypto, then there is acceptability. Well, then that is a kind of benchmark. Can we get there? Forget one out of 10. Let's talk about one out of 20 or one out of 30. There was a long queue at the Mac today. So if out of those 50 people, one to two persons paid by Bitcoin or another crypto to buy their breakfast, that would have been wonderful. That would have been the start of mass acceptance, just like McDonald's itself is a mass brand. But will we get there? We don't know. The increasing cost of owning Bitcoin also means that it is increasingly being seen as a mark of privilege. We need fair warning here to ourselves. Is that why this came up in the first place? Is this why it was mined in the first place? Those are some of the questions we need to ask ourselves. It is inevitable that in life there will always be a hierarchy. It is our duty and it is everybody's business to make sure that we fight to reduce 
to degrade and to eventually eliminate those hierarchies with the full knowledge that they will never go away. But that is a cherished golden mean. And through that process, we are able to bring greater prosperity to more people, to level the playing field, as it were. Is Bitcoin leveling the playing field or are we leveling the playing field with Bitcoin? That is an introspection we need to do. As much as I admire Mayor Suarez's move, I must ask that he very quickly take the next move, which is to make sure that the culture of crypto is spread far and wide among his city workforce and among the common people of that city, not only the people who have a lot of wealth, so that we all know that there is a true disbursement of wealth and the true leveling of the playing field among everybody. Then we will see that Bitcoin somewhat indirectly is sort of beginning to move towards what it was set up to do. Structurally speaking, it still has a long way to go. And there is much more to crypto and digital assets than Bitcoin. But it's a beginning. And we will see where we go with it. Have a great Chinese New Year weekend. And if you are celebrating with your family the Year of the Ox, our best wishes to you. And hope it's a successful and prosperous year ahead. Bye.